0: Hey, uh ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome. And obviously Brooke, welcome. Hello. <laughs> you know, recording
1: from the chili van this morning. I know right. My cat keeps me toasty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you look like you're in the Antarctic, you know.
1: I feel it's well, it's like 30
0: degrees, maybe. It is. I know. It's cold. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know where y'all are from, but we're from Delaware, or I'm from Delaware, <laughs> and it's a chilly morning. <laughs> that
0: accent just got really deep, really, really quick there. <laughs> uh yo. so, but, ladies and gentlemen, what, um, you know, Brooke and I have, once again, been getting a lot of information about the different. Uh, well, same information, but about our growth and uh, definitely some ties to how living souls are working together. And they say it all the time. We have to break the cycle of the density. So, you know, they, they insert this. Here's a circle. Right. And we have to break it to put this light in here. And to break that density and start to be the loving beings that we are. And this week has been actually the past couple weeks since our last podcast um, have been crazy with information, and so what I'm getting and um, is that there are three different ways in which um, our souls are working together, interacting with each other while we live. And that's really what that and and our soul's growth are really what we want to talk about today. So three different aspects. And I'll tell you how we're getting this information, which is so amazing. All channeled information, all coming from above. So amazing. But the one is there are three different ways. One is through your heart. So as you're walking, right? And they tell us all the time, always connect via the heart, right? So that's Mm -hmm. one. As you're walking, you actually begin to see people through the heart chakra and you experience that love from their heart chakra even if they're dense people there's love there we just have to we just have to tap into it so um so that's one way the other way is while we're sleeping
1: so as you said that mm-hmm. so chris and i started this conversation before the podcast and i told him like, you know what before And we don't talk like usually in between podcasts, we don't communicate. And he started talking and I was just like, you know what? Let's not talk. Let's just roll with this. Because I said, you just mentioning soul's growth is telling me that we've been getting the same stuff. So I said, let's just roll with it. I guarantee you, I'm going to have like a story for each one of these. And yeah, this week at work, um, outside having conversations with some coworkers and they were just like, Brooke what is going on in this world? Like right now, what is going on? You know, and when I start explaining to them that all of our souls are trying to connect right now, Mm -hmm. but all of this human junk is blocking that from happening. And I said, and what's happening is we're all trying to shed this human junk. And I said, but some people it's easier than others. You know, some people are having a very, very hard time shedding this human part. And she was like, she was like, yeah, she's like, you know, like I have friends that like nobody else likes them because they're like, you know, oh, she's mean or she's this or she's that. And my friend was just like, I just see her heart. She's like, and I know that like on the outside she acts a certain way, but she's like, I just know her true heart. Mm-hmm. And like that's the thing. And and I feel like I got to that point a while ago where I just truly see the other person's soul. Yep. You know, no matter how somebody acts and i walking in the building. She was just like, you know, when this person's crazy. But she's like, we need a new word for that. And mm-hmm. I said, there is a term for that. It's called unhealed. I said, somebody's not crazy or just mean or just this. I said, it's simply that that human is unhealed, and yes. it's that's the bottom line. There's not that they're they're just unhealed.
0: Yo, and and I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, right what Brooke just said there is so profound. And I will tell you that multiple people that are, that are doing this, uh, when I say doing this, I mean, that, are, that we're sent here to help elevate, you know? Like all of us, all of us listening, you know, we are here to help elevate. But there's this guy, his name's Fran Javier. Uh, I found him on Facebook. The dude is amazing and literally said exactly what brooke said and just now and also so why i point that out is because it's validation there are multiple individuals like us who are getting the exact same information and just just last night he was indicating the exact same thing brooke said about the healing aspect and and actually what he said was that it's being revealed you know there's these densities are being revealed. And that's exactly what we talked about earlier in last year or sometime in the middle of last year. So there's so much validation and confirmation that's happening here. And what Brooke said is, is extremely profound. So don't take that lightly. We are all healing. And when we connect via the heart, you are going to find that you see a different sense of somebody, you know, you can actually see that healing take place when you connect via that heart.
1: I think the technique that got me to where I was, um, you know, when I say a few years ago, when I found myself more in judgment of people, um, like I would be mad at somebody or go, oh, you know, why are they doing? But then like the way I started looking at it was like, and now when somebody is complaining about somebody to me, I'm just like, but isn't that sad? You know, Where you start off mad at somebody, Mm -hmm. you turn it to like, But isn't that so sad that they feel like that? No. And they're like, well, no, it's I'm like, but think about that. Like, would you want to feel like that? Would you want to be that person? Like that's. So I started turning my anger into like a kind of feeling sorry for that person. And that helped me to be able to connect more to their heart and have love for them yep. so that was just a little technique that i did i would turn my anger into oh my gosh i feel so sorry for that person that they need love you know yeah that's kind of how i started
0: yeah and 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 to take it even a step further like the feeling sorry i even remove
1: mm-hmm. and yeah say, yeah
0: and you like love yeah um,
1: so it's like i go from like the anger to turning it to like a sympathy for that person to the love for that person
0: yeah yeah. You know,
1: so you pretty much go from hating that person to <laughs> being angry with them to the sympathy to the love. Yes. And the love is where that's the goal we want to get to.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So the three different ways that the that are that are our, our souls are interacting with each other while we are living. We have the physical body, and and that's just like our day to day interaction. Just like Brooke pointed out, you know, when mm-hmm. she was talking to somebody and talk and 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 saying just that, you know, where. She starts um, to tell people about, uh, you know, about the healing aspect. And then via the heart, what she was just indicating um, with, you know, sending them light. And then the last one is the soul travel, soul traveling at night. And we'll we'll get we'll get more into each of these because each one they are literally showing me how it's working. So. The um, the soul travel. That's one that I really do want to bring up, because what's happening or what I've been shown uh, for a while now, and I didn't understand what was going on just recently, uh, about a week ago, I was meditating. And in the meditation, I literally saw a woman and her daughter sleeping, and I was I was actually in their room. Now, I couldn't see them. I, I could only see their neck up or their shoulders up in bed. And I didn't know why I was there, but all of a sudden they both woke up and saw me at the side of the bed. And I'm like, what is happening here? What is going on? And then that w- then it was revealed. This is our soul's communication. Now what happened next a day later, right after this, I was contacted by a mother who said, I need help because my daughter is seeing spirits and she needs assistance. And I knew what happened there was me seeing that woman and her daughter because she was saying that she sleeps with her at night because she's sometimes so scared that um, it was my soul's way of saying, hey, I'm here. There is help here. And that yeah. you come. And it was it was mind blowing, like the way that it all worked out. It was so fascinating. And then going throughout, going through my journal, right, looking at different stories because I know I've seen this before. And Mm -hmm. again, you start to see these patterns. Right. So not only am I seeing human spirits, but I've also seen like other. Beings, maybe not necessarily of the light, but like I was at a campfire once when I was viewing it's almost like a remote view kind of but they can Mm -hmm. sense that energy so but our souls are communicating I anyway I saw this I'll I'll finish that story I uh saw these beings these reptilian people around a campfire and then they were looking up at me they noticed me because they could sense that energy they noticed me and then I audibly heard this like this weird noise almost like uh you know this kind of like extraterrestrial noise you know it was almost like an an et type of uh groan you know and kind of like get out of here and then i was gone but um and and they used to try to reach out to me and and arctorians kicked them out it was really weird how that all took place however my Ah. my point here is that our souls are traveling and What I haven't figured out is how my soul knows or their soul knows to call me or to me go there. I don't know how that is transpiring at the moment, but we are traveling and our souls are interacting. And because there's so many people are coming to me going, I don't even know why I'm here, Chris. Like, I don't even know how I found you. It's so weird how it popped up. And yes, they are. They above are helping that. But your souls are also a large part of that. Even you're like your higher self, your uh, third dimensional self, the soul within your body. And anybody that's taken a session with me or some people that have taken sessions with me know that uh, living souls have come through and spoken through me, which I still find to be mind blowing. But what they all say when that happens, what they all say is that we are learning from the way that you are handling a situation. So I'll give you an example. There was this woman. She came to me for a session. Her daughter who is living came through and her daughter said, explain their relationship and why it's happening. And as she explained the daughter, as the daughter was explaining her soul was explaining why this was happening, why things in the relationship were transpiring as they would, or they were, she st- she made made it clear, and this has happened many times to, 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 to the mom, but what is also happening is I am learning from the way that you are handling the situation. So if you're going to take this low vibrational mindset to it, that's not going to help things. But if you can rise above and show me a way on a soul's level, I am going to learn from that. And that is why we get, that is why so many souls when we incarnate are, together. It's because of the way that you handle situations and your growth and your soul over many lifetimes, you are now helping maybe a lower vibrational soul rise above. It's a direct result of your handling it. Sorry, bro.
1: So this is so cool. And I actually had this thought earlier in this week. So you get your information like through like your channeling and through your meditation. And I get it by they actually physically show me. I will be in all physical encounters to mm. get these lessons. Yes. So just this week,
0: mm. my
1: mom is somebody who, if you call her and give her the slightest bit of like not positive news, she's like, oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's, it triggers this, like, oh, I mean, it cannot even be that big of a deal. And mm. I'm like, calm down, woman. You know what I mean? Like I just said that, da, da, da. So she's at my house this week. Are you ready for this? Totally. She's at my house this week. My dog comes walking in the room very strangely. I could tell immediately there was something like very wrong with her. Like the most wrong I've ever seen something with my dog Tilly. And my first instinct was that somehow maybe her jaw had gotten like underneath of her collar because she was like walking very, it was messed up. Like there was something clearly wrong. And, uh, first thing I did was whip her collar off and my mom's here in the kitchen with me. And it's funny because she's rarely ever at my house these days. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I took the collar off and I realized that was not the problem. And then, and so then I'm starting to think that maybe she's choking. Um, cause I didn't really see her like panting or breathing. So I give her the Heimlich and my mom meanwhile is next to me losing it. Like, what are we going to do? Like, do? What are you going to do? My mom's a nurse. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she's next to me. What are we going to do? What? I was like, okay, mom. I was like, there's only so many things I can do right now. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to try the Heimlich again to see if it's still something that she's choking on. So I did. And it wasn't like nothing came up, but I did hear air move. So I thought that that was a good thing. It's like, at least I'm hearing air move. So then at this point, like I'm talking to my mom out loud to calm her down. And I was like, mom, I think like, I'm just going to hold her now. I said, I'm just going to put her in my lap and put my hands on her. I'm going to hold her. and I'm going to give her love. I mean, I've done, I was giving her the look. I done smashed her back a few times, you know, <laughs> thinking like, you know, the whole back smacking thing, you know? Uh-huh. you know, it works, Chris. <laughs> yes, we do. And um, so at this point I just laid her down on me and, you know, she's shaking and I just, I just kind of put my hands on her. And so, yes, I was praying, but like, I'm trying to calm my mom at the same time. And I'm like, mom, there's only two things we can do right now. I was like, I have my hands on her and I'm, I'm praying for her, you know, and I'm sending light and healing to her right now. I said, now, if she does have something lodged in her throat, I was like, she maybe has a minute or minute and a half to live. And I said, but if not, she's going to be fine. She'll recover from whatever this is. But my mom was like, how are you staying so calm? <laughs> but my thing is, I'm like, what else do you want me to do right now? Like me freaking out is not going to make the situation any better or worse. So I just, but it's like, even until he ended up being fine, she ended up, um, like a vomiting thing, you know, she ended up getting sick Mm -hmm. and then she stopped shaking. She got up and walked away. Wow. But the whole time, my mom is like literally saying out loud, how are you being so calm? How are you being and I was just like, mom, there's no other way for me to be right now. Like, this is just how, you know what I mean? Like, what do you yeah. want me to do? Yep. This is going to have two outcomes. Yep. She's going to be fine or she's going to pass. But if she's going to pass, I'm going to like hold her tightly and make her feel comfortable right now.
0: Yep. That is so a-
1: that was a lesson for my mom. You know, it's like when she loses her stuff, if you tell her her trash can blew over. Mm-hmm. You know, and then here's a semi real life situation with a living being that she's like witnessing my calm about it. (laughs) So I feel like maybe she'll realize now when she's calling me to be upset about a trash can blowing over that, you know, maybe she'll see that there are, there's another way to handle the situation. Yep. You know, there's another way, like there are other ways. Like we've been programmed by the human construct that there are certain reactions to certain things. And um, I had a huge, I had a best friend when I was younger who lost her mom at 16. And I mean, gosh, I just think that's one of the hardest ages to possibly lose a parent, let alone yeah. a girl losing her mom. Yep. And to watch with grace how she handled that, it was the first time I saw a human being handle death in this sort of way. Wow. And- Like, and I, I went with, like, I would go with her on to picnics up where her mom's ashes were. And we just always celebrated her mom. And of course, does this mean she didn't have hard times? Absolutely not. Of course she had hard times, of course, but all in all, the way she dealt with losing a parent or death in general was a way that I've never seen before in my life. And six months later, I had my first like loss in my family. Mm. And of course my mom is screaming and, you know, on the floor and, and I just kind of took what I learned from Michelle and went, well, it doesn't have to, I don't have to be that way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay if you are, if that's how you feel, like when we react to things, we all have how we feel about it. But I just knew that it didn't have to be like that, that I could just go, okay, you know what I mean? and still still grieve and still have an upset and still it's not okay it's not fun but I knew there was a different way to handle it totally so that's just how we can learn that's how we learn from each other yeah and I believe that you know God puts different people in our paths and like in your example of the woman and her child mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like a prayer you know she was saying from her heart to God like yeah. I need help with this Hmm. That prayer was answered through you.
0: Good, you know, and that ball. Oh, that's like a triangle. You're right, Brooke. That's a really good way of thinking it. Like she's sending that energy out. I need help. I need help. How her guides are hearing it, also sending that message out. Her God, obviously, and then connecting it with me, who then connects with her. Oh my gosh, that is brilliant.
1: So however, it is that you pray. You know, yeah. some people pray out loud. Some yeah. people, you know, pray out loud. Some people have these beautiful, wordy, wonderful prayers. Mm-hmm. Some people that prayer is just simply from their heart, you yep. that their heart is calling out, I need help. I need help. And they use, you know, other, other beings to answer those prayers. Yeah. You know, if, if it's able to be done physically in this realm by another person, they use that to answer the prayer.
0: Wow. Yeah that makes so much sense so that is awesome okay awesome <laughs> very cool so wow all right i'm tr- i'm trying to think um not trying to think trying to feel i'll share something with you know as you were talking the entire time there was another way that we communicate it just is coming to me now okay when you were talking so uh, but let me reiterate the the three so we got the physical and and there are ample stories there your friend in work that one day who when you talked about somebody and they were like, oh okay, thanks and you were like, wow, there was no reaction there you know like that's another I, that's one I always I've that's a good one as well um the, so the physical body, the soul travel um communication and then uh what was? Let me see. Hold on. I have them written down here. Sorry. uh What? The, oh, the heart. Yeah, through the heart. So, but the other one that was coming to me as you were talking, and I'm like, whoa, am I getting it from me? Uh, yeah. Was consciousness. And they, so, and this is one they walked me through a meditation, third dimension. Okay. So, let's let's regroup here in the sense that we already know that each dimension has its own conscious level right its own consciousness so we're in the third dimensional these bodies are third dimensional and then you have thir- third all the way up to 12 really one all the way up to 12 but we're in the third dimensional right now so and you think about it right like dinosaurs were were like one dimension they were first dimension So you see almost the progression of this planet and its ascension process. And then we come on, you know, come in and we're like more third dimensional consciousness. You know, dinosaurs didn't know how to really communicate. You know, they just, you know, we're anyway. So you if you look back and you start to see and notice, oh, my gosh, the consciousness grows. And yet and then we expand, you know, so Mm -hmm. so we're third dimensional. And then what they did is they walked me through a meditation and to explain this to me on how on a conscious level, we begin to interact with each other. And what they did was, okay, so picture, picture, if you will, picture the yellow brick road in the Wizard of Oz, right? But picture there is nothing but complete darkness around you. All right. So it's completely dark. However, the only light that illuminates is from your heart, right? So your heart starts to illuminate this small area around you. And this is how they're showing me consciousness interacts with each other. So everywhere you turn your heart, that's where it lights. Okay. But what you can do is expand your heart and that is a representation of filling your aura with light that was channel <laughs> through Archangel Michael that time. All right. Yeah. So as we fill our physical body and our consciousness with light, more of our higher selves from these other dimensional realms that have their own consciousness start to come down and they interact with our third dimensional consciousness. Well, as our aura expands with light, then our heart brightens and more of our path is illuminated we see more of it right yeah. and that is why we sometimes don't know what the next step is in our in our process because our heart is still feeling and that aspect hasn't been revealed yet holy moly this is like channel of information this is coming <laughs> as we speak so um so as our you know as our heart brightens and is filled with more light And is filled with more consciousness from these higher dimensions it illuminates more of our current path in this lifetime of our third dimensional selves more of that is revealed to us like next steps and stuff like that so if you're ever stuck you know or you not i'm sorry you are never if you feel as if you are stuck then you, we need to take a step back and continue to fill ourselves with love, just be, you know, be that loving self and to allow the aura to expand more and thus reveal more of our next steps, more of our path to us. So, all right, now this is where it gets interesting because when you pass, right, your consciousness from the third dimension Is still there and what they did was They showed me campfires On the side of the road on the yellow brick Road they showed me campfires That were off to the side that Represent your past lives So every time you pass From a past life you have a Campfire now where you Have where you have a great light Where you a dim light that is All significant and each one That we leave Is it provides light to other people around us including the heart so my heart right now it illuminates in every direction that I shine right and and other souls see that so anybody that I come in contact with physically will see that on a soul level and thus they know their souls are like okay this is someone that we can go to we can yeah. learn from and i get that all the time there are a lot of souls that are learning from all of us you know yes yeah. so but which each, With each life, we leave a campfire off to the side, right? And with with each life, hopefully you begin to expand that campfire so that when you come back into this realm, you have those campfires to go back to. And that helps you achieve more light and love because you're like, okay, I've already achieved this and I can go back to it to pick it up to carry it with me, to put more light in there, to reveal more of my path.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I'm trying like I'm, it, it does. And like it, the whole time I'm just thinking about just, you know, even with how, when my dad passed away, when my grandfather passed away, how I still learn from them.
0: Exactly. Because how, their like, light is also accessible by other yes, people.
1: Very. Because, very. Exactly. Most Thank of my you. lessons still now in life, I can trace back to my dad and my grandfather. Yep. And like, and I feel like it's them teaching me the lesson right now. Cause it'll be things that like they did when I was younger that I'm just now going, Oh, that's why he did that. Oh, he was smart. Like, I can't believe that he was planting that seed in us then. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. So like I can look back at things that my grandfather did or said which he usually didn't say much it was always just what he did that Mm -hmm. spoke the most and like looking back now it's like so I still feel like they are huge guides in my life
0: absolutely you know
1: yeah and my so a lot of the wisdom was from my um grandfather like the that true almost I want to say like that native wisdom was from my grandfather my dad was like an amazing human. You never heard him talk about somebody. He was he was all honesty. He like honesty and integrity. Like my dad's picture should be next to that. Like when it comes to like integrity, that was my dad. What I learned recently, when uh, I think you and I were you and I talking about no, how did I come to this? I had a big thing this week on. Uh, it was to do with my grandmother. It was okay. So my less, one of my lessons this week, it just all came back to me was, I was like, gosh, you know, this is going to sound really nasty of me guys. So bear with me. I was like, of my eight immediate family members, four of which are gone in the higher realm, four of which are here. I was like, if I switch those four out for the other four, we'd be like rocking life right now. And I went, Oh, that's why they're there because they were rocking, not, and I don't want, they weren't perfect. These, you know, they weren't perfect beings. They weren't, but one thing that the four of them had in common was they loved life. They just loved life and they lived life. They didn't wake up in the morning and complain. They didn't wake up in the morning and go, what am I going to do today? Like they just lived life and they didn't complain about life and they had fun in life. And like the four I'm with here now don't know how to do this. They're just like, oh, you know, they'll wake up in the morning with anxiety because they don't know what to do for the day. They'll wake up with. And so it's like, oh, those four passed the test. You know, they passed, but they passed the test. They learned how to be happy here. They learned how to find their joy here. They just lived life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's some of us that think spiritually that there's all the stuff we have to do. Like oh we gotta we gotta drink lots of water we better just eat fresh stuff we better you know um, do this many meditations day this many prayers and all these things are great and all these things are good but when I think back, back to my grandmother's example, she loved life, lived life. She walked around with her bottle of vodka, <laughs> smoked her cigarettes, played cards with her friends, and watched golf. That was just her, but that was her just being. You know, it's like, she didn't go out and in her way, like how we think we have to go out and change the world, which we do like we do, but she just was, and she just was, and she's happy. And it may be, it may be one person's mission to go out and physically be doing things for people. It may be somebody's mission for just to be here that their souls are anchored here so well that they're able to do soul work that they don't even know that they're doing. And all that just came to me right there because, um, mm-hmm. the sober, so it's like my grandmother, uh, a super spiritual being or super spiritual human who thinks you're spiritual may have looked at her and been like, oh, well, she's not really doing much. She's just, you know, sitting in her house, playing cards with her friends and smoking and drinking vodka where maybe she was so grounded mm-hmm. that her soul was doing a lot of work. Totally. Because I used to think that grounding, I used to look at it in a different way, but now I realize when the guides were telling me to ground, they kind of meant, Brooke, bring yourself down to earth a little bit and feel like the humans, like stop being so up there, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to bring yourself down and be part of this, Mm -hmm. come back to this ground, be part of this to be able to help them. Totally. Because if I'm, so, I don't know. I'm rambling now.
0: (laughs) No, that's all good.
1: But yeah, the thing that those four had in common was that they learned to enjoy life. Yeah. To where the ones that are still here are still struggling a lot and they may still have a lot to learn. Yes. As do a lot of us.
0: Totally. Yeah. You know? So, and and if I can take that back to the campfires, it's awesome because they set their campfire, right? They know it. Mm -hmm. But what is so cool about that, Brooke, is that, your relatives now have their campfires all set, you know, and 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 with their own lessons. Each each campfire has the the each lesson of their your relative's soul. But what's so cool about this is that it remains in this in this conscious level in this dimensional realm. And what yeah. happens is other souls can now pick up on that fire. Yes, they can learn from that consciousness and. The fire is just a representation of the consciousness that was left from the physical, you know, so what you did in your physical, that's all left, but, you know, it works, it works both ways. So there's, there's density too, but these campfires illuminate. So all the love, all the lessons that you learned in, in each lifetime, those are campfires and other souls can come in and pick that up. They can learn from that. And they do. There's a conscious conscious level of uh, learned lessons that all these souls can learn from and grow from as well. So, yeah, I mean, there's a ton here. So there are several different ways our souls are currently learning and working with each other. And the more that we can rise above and to be of service to each other, because ultimately that's really what it comes down to is Helping each other and loving each other in whatever way that you feel that is so helpful and leaves basically your soul's legacy in this dimensional realm consciousness.
1: Yeah, I believe a lot happens in the our human sleeping hours. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) I believe. Yeah, and so we talk about just that's a time that souls get together and communicate. But I also believe that's where a lot of um, our healing. So if you ever watch the like 1970s, it's only 30 minutes. Google it, the 1970s version of Puff the Magic Dragon. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, and so so have I. But I saw it with new eyes the last time I watched it. (laughs) And I didn't pick up on everything that was super deep in that. You know, doctors come along. um, And it appears, like I would almost say... Whatever was wrong with Jackie, it could almost be equated to how we see, like, autism today. So these doctors come along, these very society people come along. They're just like, oh, yeah, there's nothing you can do for him. I'll Just kind of keep him in his room and do do the best you can do for him. Well, um, so when Puff comes, Puff takes um, Jackie Draper's soul. Well, they call him Jackie Paper. It's almost like they turned Jackie Draper into Jackie Paper and took him to Hanalee. But now that you know what we know, you know that that was signifying that he was taking his soul away for healing. Mm-hmm. And he showed Jackie a lot of his um, Jackie Paper. Jackie Draper was still in his room. Jackie Papers who went to Lee mm-hmm. and had lots of experiences of facing fears and facing certain things. That way, when his soul went back in or Jackie paper went back and put him back in Jackie Draper, um, there was a healing done because his soul had got to experience some of these fears and he got to overcome some of these things, Mm -hmm. which that all came to me because I had a friend called me this week with, you know, a nightmare and it just came to me then. And I was like, I used to always just say like, I don't really know what dreams are. I think they can be a lot of things. They can be, you know, maybe a fear you have, they can be this. Now that I look at it, it's all training. Like when my friend had this horrifying dream and the way that she handled this situation in this dream was definitely not a way that she would have handled it. Mm -hmm. If it had happened in real life. So like, that's why I told her, I was like, see your soul got to have this experience for you to like, kind of face that fear. And then be able to grow because our minds can only comprehend what they've seen. So sometimes I believe that even nightmares are a gift because it's having you face a fear and seeing you like overcome it, mm-hmm. you know, and even though she was still scared in the dream, she still had to face something. And so I believe there's huge soul growth in those experiences of facing fears, especially in dreams. I, I think Nightmares are a big part of like a soul growth,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, because our number one goal is do not be afraid. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. You know, that's one of our number one goals.
0: Totally. Totally. Wow. And, and to take that, that puff, the magic dragon, uh, story that you were saying, when we pass our souls, there is a level of consciousness that our soul is still here. Now to campfire is kind of like that representation of the soul that, that the aspect of consciousness from the soul that still remains here. And That soul now travels. It starts to interact with the living, with with the physical realm to help them rise. But in addition to helping us rise, it is also helping itself rise. It is still learning from the way in which we are doing things. And you're exactly right, Brooke. Like through the dreams, overcoming fear, like that soul, that campfire, which is a representation of the soul is still a conscious thing. And that consciousness is what mediums tap into. That is what we are using. So yes. we, and, and um, when we tap into that, I'm sorry. So the, and, and they tell me all the time that when a, when a soul, when a, when a physical, when the physical life ends, the soul is still living, still learning and still helping. And that is a huge aspect to understand. And that's why like i feel death to us is so different it's not what it used to be it's not you know it's just that physical aspect that is not here anymore but all the consciousness all the energy that that person carried you know in the loving sense is still here and we are capable of tapping into that of still interacting with it i just had an interaction last night with my cousin that passed away last december It Uh was amazing. She came to me and literally took over my third eye and started to talk to me and interact with me and show me different things. But that is just basically her campfire, her campfire, this way of coming in and learning from me and having me learn from her. So,
1: yeah. And you are just, uh, you know, you're a being that's very aware of when that's happening. But this is happening for everybody, whether they're aware of it or not. True that you know, but it's just like, there's some of us that are just so much more aware of like, oh, I know why that butterfly just went by. Oh, I know why I just had that whoosh of a feeling, Mm -hmm. but whether you're aware of it or not, this is happening to you. This is happening to everyone.
0: It's a great point. Absolutely. So, and that's where, and that's where we have to start making decisions. And, and honestly, guys, I'm going to be a little bit direct here. It's, you know, we got to stop playing around with the, with the, you know, like the time has come for you to step into your own and to be who you're meant to be and to be that light. We're in the age of Aquarius. The The shaman resonance that measures the amount of frequency that comes into this earth just spiked the other day, astronomically high. I think the highest ever ever recorded, um, which is an indication of how much more light is being brought in. And, and Brooke and I talked about it in the last podcast. There was a shift earlier in January, It was a major shift. And since that point, things are beginning to change. And I told you about that Fran Javier, who talked about a revelation, which we also talked about the revelation. It's here, the revelation. And, and he actually indicated that, that, you know, Jesus is coming now. Look guys, you know, we're not Bible thumpers, nothing like that, but understand that the consciousness is more what they're saying there is the consciousness Jesus Christ consciousness is more capable of being incorporated into your physical you can begin to tap into that consciousness that love that forgiveness that he had more easily than before that is why so many of us are having these experiences as well because the veil is it's just thinning so much now and there's so much more energy that we are capable of so much energy, so much consciousness that we're able to tap into easily with not, not too much effort. We can tap into it and begin to understand and acquire information that we don't even know how we're getting it, you know, which all comes from the third eye. You open your third eye and you're just going to start like getting these profound unknowings like, oh crap, that what, how do I even know that? And yet you do like, and I'm talking about, you'll get information about physical situations i have interactions with students where i'm like i don't even know how i'm gonna how i'm gonna teach this this student a certain you know goal that he has and then all of a sudden out of nowhere it'll just come to me not because i'm thinking about it but because i'm simply open to that consciousness it'll come and then bam everything starts to shift i'm like oh my gosh makes sense
1: So what's happening right now and why some people are having a way harder time at life right now than others is right now we are being called to be who we truly are. Mm -hmm. And that is our soul. Our soul is who we truly are. But from the time we were born, this is, you know, society, we were, we had stuff put on us by our parents. We had stuff put on us by, oh, no, like this is what we do. You go to high school, you go to the prom, you get really excited about prom, you play sports, you get that letterman's jacket. We have all of these societal programs that are on us that make us think we have to be these certain ways. Exactly. So the people that are very much into um, this is what you do. This is how we've always done it. They're having a really hard time right now um, because it's like this human shell is trying to like our soul is trying to raw hawk smash that and throw it off of us right now, mm-hmm. but some people are holding on to all these things that have been put on them for so long, and they're holding on to them. Those are the people right now that are having a really difficult time. Um, the more open you are, and the more you are just being in your soul and being in your heart and going, who was I before? I had all these ideas put on me about what we're supposed to be doing, how we're supposed to be doing it. So these are our souls. I mean, can you imagine how beautiful it's going to be when we are able to have all that human stuff shed off of us and we are just who we truly are. Mm-hmm. Like just, we can go, we say what we, we say what's in our heart. We say what's in our, cause yeah, right now is that human junk that is trying to be taken off of us that some of us are fighting so hard to hold on to. Mm-hmm. And that's, those are the people having the more difficult time right now. Yep. Don't hold on to that human junk. Let it go.
0: Let go.
1: Yeah. Profound I mean, words down to like every little thing. Like I have, like my mom is losing her mind that, you know, cause I'm homeschooling my kids now and she's like, they, but high school sports, I have to come watch them play high school sports. And I'm like, what sport are these two going (laughs) to play? You want to see Leah? She's over at the skate park skating and she's going snowboarding tonight. Like that's a sport. Mm -hmm. Like just because she wants to do that school thing, the society thing that you brag about your grandchild that's playing a sport. You take pictures of them playing that sport. And then she talked about Jonah and she's like, Well, there's lots of sports. I'm like, yeah, name one that Jonah's going to play that doesn't involve like Minecraft or Fortnite or, you know, (laughs) it's like he tries to like run an obstacle course. And he's like, oh, mom, I think I twisted my ankle. (laughs) I was like, he's not our sports guy. But she is so into, you know, what other grandmothers are posting pictures of their grandchildren playing sports. Like that's what we're supposed to be doing. And that's just a very simple, silly example of, this programming that's on us, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, with my kids being home, she's like, the cap and gown, they have to walk the cap and gown. I was like, Mom, I will buy a cap and gown and I'll put it on them and you could like post the picture and <laughs> pretend like they're help, tell, tell people they're valedictorian for all I care. Like, you <laughs> know what I mean? But it's like if that's what you need, but see, I don't need any of that. Yeah. I'm ready to just be free. I am ready to, I I am so done with this matrix. It's not even funny.
0: Yes. Yeah. I just going to
1: bring up people there with me.
0: So true. I mean, that's a, they're, they're, these are great points. Exactly. And, and, and I had, um, man, I had a story and I'm losing it. It's so funny. I'm losing it. I'm a-
1: sorry. It's just that our souls really want to be our souls right now. So, Yeah. they just want to be their souls and they just want to go around connecting with everybody and they just want to be one they just want to like have fun right now
0: (laughs) so true true.
1: and we've got so much that we're just holding them down with go ahead
0: yeah no just found it so yeah I completely agree with you and that and and your definition of who we are I thought was beautiful because just this week I started uh two new classes in school in college and um The professor asks us to answer some questions in a video format. So we had to, the first question he asks is who you are. And I'm like, look, I know you're looking for a superficial answer there. You know, who am I? You know, how do I identify myself superficially? But I'm like, I can't do that. I am a spiritual being here to bring light and to help humanity grow. Did you say,
1: I am what I am? (laughs) (laughs) That would have been the great
0: answer. Oh man. That would have been actually, I did not. I, somebody
1: asked you, I am what I am. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, just take goofy, You start tripping people out. Make them just lose all that crap. That's on them. Yeah. You know, totally. Oh, I
0: completely agree. So awesome. And just to just, okay. So we'll recap real quick. I just want to make sure you guys are aware the four different ways that souls communicate the heart space. Oh, I'm sorry, an image that they continuously show me. They've shown me this a number of times over the past couple of weeks when connecting with the heart space. So they showed me walking in a line, right? And then there was like a representation of all of humanity walking in the opposite direction next to me, right? So I'm walking down one street by myself. And then right next to me is the, is humanity walking. And this is when I say me, it's really each of you are walking in one direction, humanity walking the opposite. And what you are doing, they, they visualized for me that candle in my heart. And they continuously say that the heart, uh, the love in your heart is eternal. So it can never end. And they pictured, they showed me an image of me. Handing a candle out to every single person that I passed in this line that was walking by me, which is a representation of all humanity. So as I walk to them, I am seeing their heart. I'm viewing them from their heart, not their actions, not their words, simply their heart. And I am giving a piece of love from me to them as I pass them. And they keep saying, don't worry about the candle and you going dimmer or or you're giving out too much because it's always coming in from above just keep giving out love just keep being that love that was that what that was a representation of and if you can connect to people on that level you will see them from a completely different lens you'll see them from a soul's level and you'll see the lessons that they're learning and you'll um also see the physical lessons that they're learning both on a soul and a physical level and then the the campfire is basically your soul's legacy in this dimension i mean obviously that legacy is going to grow But it's something to be aware of as you are growing and we're making choices. Do we want those choices to be high vibrational? And we and that will uh, thus equate to your campfire growing more in light, basically your aura as well. Um, Every high vibrational choice we make, we expand our aura, we expand our campfire, we expand our legacy of love and light than the soul travel and the physical aspects. So I think those are more self-explanatory.
1: Yeah, no, I think um, I I was gonna say, I think we're getting ready to go. Yeah, Yeah. totally.
0: All right, so uh, do you mind if I channel real quick?
1: No, go ahead, that's nice.
0: Thank you. Grateful we are beings of light. We are pleased by this representation of messages that we have been showing to all including Brooke and Christopher, but not just. For you all have been experiencing these learning learned lessons over the course of some time now. It is simply Enoch speaking. It is simply a matter of beginning to open up to the divine communication coming in from above to allow the guidance of love. And yes, we say love to be the true guide in which you operate in this realm. It will allow for so much more density to be revealed. There is a message that we tell you now there is only one way to, wow, chase away the darkness, my children, and that is to turn on your own light, your own love from within. And we stress the idea and indication of from within for this is where the light switch is. This is where the growth in which it all occurs. It starts within you and thus from then begins to illuminate more onto others. And this is a concept that we drill into you all now an understanding that is deeper in soul communication. We tell you and hopefully ask that you begin to learn and grow from within and from the heart space to allow the heart space to be the true guidance at which we come to for it is the true guidance in which we come to you from. The heart space, the solar plexus, it is this region of the physical that allows for the manifestations of other ways of communication to occur. And yes, the manifestation of these communications does begin from the intuitive mind that lies within the heart and solar plexus. It is from here that we will begin to nudge you in particular directions to allow for the growth from within the heart to occur and thus radiate out to many others. It is this radiation of light and love that you carry with you on a regular basis that will allow us to begin to allow your soul to travel more deeply, more further in location, to begin to interact with more souls for you are a messenger, a light being, a light worker, and these different ways, light healer, and these different ways of communicating with the physical will allow your soul to expand to the point that it begins to travel more and affect the lives of so many more in this realm. And yes, we do say the world for which you live is very possible communication from here. I'm sorry, I'm seeing a vision, a vision of the world, and your soul is literally going around the world. And I Yes, for we are indicating to you now that your travel is limitless from a soul's perspective. You are capable of affecting change from a loving perspective around the world. There is no limitation and holdbacks. Once you begin to open up the heart and live from within the heart, you will experience life on a different means a different understanding, a conceptual difference that will come to you that will begin to shed its own light upon you. And thus from this, you will begin to affect change in other individuals as their souls too are attempting to rise. And those souls too want to be more loving, want to affect change in their own physical bodies that they inherit at this very moment. It is only through which love that this will be done. Any indication and holding on to of the density that is within this realm only provides more opportunity for density to be stagnant here and this is not something that we are in favor of we are asking you now to turn on your own light and to see the illumination at which your heart will illuminate that which is in front of you and we are so grateful as he was saying that i could see just A ton of darkness and then As soon as he said turn the light on it literally Was like a switch How that switch takes away that darkness And now you can see and that's what I was seeing in my third eye there For yes, we are so grateful for this message and opportunity to connect with you all. The conceptual differences that are coming to this realm are tremendous in nature. And each individual is experiencing these energies in many different ways. We ask you now not judge these individuals, but to hold on to the truth that is within you. And that is love can change and affect all my children. Be that love, be the guiding light that all of us need and do not engage in discord or judgments. Judgments are not needed. Do not engage in fear. Fear is not needed. For when you are of pure love and light, there is no other manifestation of another emotional trait that is necessary to hold on to other than gratitude. For we do ask for your gratitude in the efforts that other souls are providing. I'm not sure what, tried, what word he's using there. For they both low dimensional and high vibrational are all showing you messages, it is a matter of choice at which you hold on to at this point, you may hold on to low vibrational density but what does that bring to you my children, it brings fear, hatred judgment, and this is not beneficial to the human soul, to the third dimensional soul, or even to the higher selves. For your higher selves, your dimensional connections are all attempting to come through you, to work with you, to begin to help you rise. And we tell you now, you are all capable of rising should you you so choose. It is a matter of aspect and truth that you hold on to. Your truth that you hold within your heart is your truth. And it is important that we ask you now, to be of the light and love and to allow light, love, and gratitude to be your truth and only your truth. For this will allow the true understanding and conceptual difference to be shed upon you, the information that comes with it. And we do ask you now to be this, to be that light, to be the love. And so grateful for the opportunities that are coming to you, my children, for they are beautiful. And the time has come for you to step into your own as we would like. and as your soul so desires every soul is on an ascension process an ascension path it is a matter at which they are in the step in the process some may be at a lower frequency at others at this very moment in time but this is not indicative of the soul not trying my children it is a matter of the part in their process that they are at this very moment in time and we ask you now do not judge them but instead to love them love them greatly and kindly for they are showing you a new understanding a new way of life a new way of loving and the new way of loving is what we would like to communicate to you now the new way of loving is so vitally important to this realm and its successful process of the ascension process of not only yourself but of this oh, earth realm and we ask you now to go in peace and love To sit with this information and to allow it to incorporate more into your being, and this will provide you great opportunities of knowledge growth of potential growth within your heart of opening up the light that is within you so that you may turn on your own light even more to increase the intensity of light within you, to chase away even more darkness and to be illuminating for others to see. And we are so grateful for this. Enoch speaking, thank you. Archangel Michael speaking, we are pleased by this opportunity. Archangel Metatron coming in. My friends, be at peace at this moment for the light of love is ascending now. We come to you as a direct representation of this light. For we are representatives of the light, messengers, if you will, that bring to you now a greater level of understanding Enoch has so diligently provided to you now. We ask all of you as ascendant masters, archangels, and light beings and light messengers to be who you are as the soul level and to begin to view those around you from the soul's aspect. This will provide you a different level, a different level of understanding, a different level of light-infused interaction, and this is what we are looking for, the changes in your physical behavior to be more loving, to be more light-filled when you are being around other individuals. It will help you not only, but these other souls as well. Any discord or judgments or fear that we hold on to and begin to interact with others from a sense of will only build more of it my children this we tell you now is the age of Aquarius and is no longer needed step into your light and be the individual that you are meant to be from a soul's perspective and view it from this perspective and you will find your way for each way individual is looking for their next step in the process but we tell you now it will not come to you unless you are being of light For the density will cloud your judgment, will cloud your messages, will cloud your intuition in which we are all, manners in which we are all coming to you. This is not beneficial to your soul or your physical body. When you are of the light, you will allow for more opportunity for us to connect to you. And we have instructed you on this many times in the past. We ask you, Archangel Metatron speaking, to be the light and allow for these messages to come to you to allow for our guidance to be with you always. And when you are of the light, they will be revealed. Trust this, my children. Know it within your heart, for your heart is where we lie and the feeling at which we will come to you from. Be that light. Be in the moment and allow, my children, be. Thank you. We love you all truly and greatly. Go in peace and love. We will be with you always. Ask for our assistance and we shall be there. And we cannot interfere in your free will. It is something that we are not capable of doing, but we do assist. And we say now we do assist with the living souls to begin to use them to assist with the living, other living individuals to help with their soul's growth so that they may see from a lower dimensional realm, the third dimensional realm, that the, it is possible to incorporate more of that light and love into this physical realm. It is from these individuals that so much has learned and has brought us to this point in this realm. Be the light for another, and we are grateful for this opportunity. Go in peace, my children. Love you all, always. Archangel Metatron speaking, Enoch speaking, Archangel Michael speaking. Peace be
1: with you. Thank you. All right. So, I told Metatron to come in and say hi today.
0: No way. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes.
1: Uh, I just, uh, I was just in the bathroom brushing my teeth. I was like, hey, Metatron, hi. Like, why don't you come in and say hi today? <laughs>
0: no way. Oh, that's crazy, Brooke.
1: Yeah, the only reason I, I say him is because um, I was just once told that that's one of my main connections.
0: Well, I would say clearly it is because he heard yeah. it and he comes in. That's that's awesome.
1: Yeah. So the whole time I'm thinking, so a lot of it was just, the, I mean, you can see how important this. Like this may be the most important aspect of our being is what they keep telling us over and over and over again to be the light, mm-hmm. to be the light. But they did explain a couple times. See, we need everybody at these different levels because as much as the lower consciousness beings learn from us Mm -hmm. we also learn from them amen because a big part of manifesting is you have to know what you don't want in order to know work harder at what you do want so it's like if everything was semi peachy keen we all just sit here all peachy keen and not move. Mm-hmm. But when those of us at a different conscious level look at the ones that we go, well, we don't want to be like that. It makes sure that we see what we don't want to know what to ask for that we do want to make this. And once we start making it better, we'll make it better for them also. Brilliant. And they'll be able to rise up. But we got to have those that we have to have that polarity. Like I said, as much as they learn from us, we learn from them. Mm-hmm. And neither one of us could move without the other. Amen to that. We need all the links, all the puzzle pieces. But I think other than that, I think that it was just very concise. You know, even though they said it, they were just saying many times over and over again the different ways and just how important it is. And I believe that's the key. Just the key is Mm -hmm. to be the light that you can be Mm -hmm. and just be open. Just be open. Mm -hmm. You know, when somebody's talking to you and you're interacting with somebody, I mean, honestly, the yuckier somebody's acting when you're interacting with them, just know that maybe that person was brought into your path for you just to let them talk, let them be yucky. But just as they're talking, go into your heart and just go, oh, man, I, I sent this person love. I send this person love. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's one of the most important things to do right now. The more disgusted you are by somebody, flip that and know that's the more they need you to send them something from your heart right now. But I, I think that just channeling said it all. And I think that's, you know, and just in these times, keep being kind to yourself and be extra, extra, extra kind to others. Mm-hmm.
0: Amen. Yeah, that's it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Brooke. And thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you all for listening, man. We so appreciate you. And uh, hopefully you guys are getting something from this. Oh, if I could give a quick shout out. I have I have seen that there are a number of people from like Ireland and India who are listening on like Spotify or some other kind of Apple or something. I don't know. But hey, shout out to you guys and shout out to all my all of our locals, too. I
1: mean, being from, you know, Delaware, that's really exciting to think about people from like (laughs) Ireland and India. So, hey, totally yeah that's awesome
0: more of a testament you know that we are affecting change around the world so continue to be that light and all of our i mean like
1: i said i don't check the i think chris gets the direct thing if there's comments i don't i try to get back and check yeah if you're from somewhere else other than like this little part of the east coast in delaware like yeah drop it and let us know Mm -hmm. like let us know where you're from totally even if it's somewhere else in the united states like let us know
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. If you could let us know where you're from, that would be so cool. So if you go like on the YouTube or rumble, Rumble rumble.com, YouTube.com or Spotify or anything, or go to our website openenergy.com and send us an email and just let us know where you're from. Man, that would be so cool. Yeah, because I would love to hear from all of you from all over the world. Oh, because it only takes one percent of us, one percent of us to be that light. Okay. If we can one percent of us can be that light, we can change this world to be light fold that's
1: powerful yeah.
0: yes awesome yes all right
1: awesome thank you thank all you. so much
0: appreciate you all see you next time bye see you